0: Welcome to Hack Mirror. I am one of your hosts, Alex Fitzpatrick.
1: I am your other host, Evan Engel.
0: For those unfamiliar, uh, and for our six existing listeners, (laughs) this is a a recap podcast for the popular television show, Black Mirror. And our podcast, I should clarify from, from last week's episode that the show is called Black Mirror. Our podcast is called Hack Mirror. It's called that for a number of reasons, but mostly because we're two utter and complete hacks making this podcast.
1: I thought that was clear. Is that not clear?
0: I think now it's clear.
1: Why is the show called Black Mirror?
0: Uh, I think it's a reference to like the smartphone, like a a turned off smartphone being off. I think so too. Okay, cool. Did you know, I just learned
1: this this week, uh, Snow White, Seven Dwarfs, she never says mirror, mirror on the wall.
0: No way. She says magic mirror on the wall. So where did the mirror, mirror thing come from? I
1: think, you know, Snow White's an old fairy tale. I'm sure in probably other other tellings, it's probably mirror, mirror. Sure. But, uh, but in the film, it's magic mirror on the wall. Huh. No, I had no idea. Magic black mirror on the wall.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. How's your week been?
1: Week's been good. Uh, I'm gearing up and for my day job. I'm going to have to go down to D.C. for the inauguration, and we have to go down uh, the first weekend before as well. For and a- your
0: day job is being uh, an escort of some kind, <laughs> I assume? My,
1: my day job is I'm a Russian prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> um, a
0: Russian cab driver named Peek Up and Drop Off. <laughs> oh. Uh. Uh,
1: for, my, yeah, for my job, advocative, uh, I'm going down to D.C., which is exciting, uh, but which is also just like... Like, we got, you know, it's like, it's pedal to the metal until, until he says, uh, I, I, Donald J. Trump, or probably, probably even through that. So we'll see. Yeah, um, totally. How's, how's your week going?
0: It's, it's good. Uh, a lot of interesting stuff afoot at Time Inc., um, which is where I work, and, uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool projects happening, which is exciting and nice. Nice. Um, and and likewise, like right today was like Trump's press conference and that was a huge deal for us. Um and then same with you. Like I'm not going out of DC or anything. I don't really cover politics, but it's a big thing for the for the publication in general. So, yeah. it's it's a lot of energy yeah. in the newsroom.
1: The swearing in of our final president. Our final president. It's amazing. <laughs>
0: 45. <laughs> we had a good run, right? Pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah. Pour one out. So this is Black Mirror, Season 3, Episode 4, San Junipero.
1: San Junipero.
0: Right. And so we get into this episode, uh, and it's sort of a, it's a lot of scene setting at first, right? And its it, it takes a little while to really get going. But basically, we build this this world in this episode of, it's like the late 80s, um, everybody's dressed like that, the cars are like that, uh, the ads on TV are like that, and we meet uh, this woman who we don't really know her name yet, she appears to be like sort of a maybe late teens, early 20s, um, what I thought was like reddish brown hair, uh, big circular glasses, um, not dressed nearly as cool as everybody else, all the other kids in this town, and it's like a party town. Like, I, California party town is the impression that I got.
1: Can I ask, right off the bat, we're in a sci-fi TV show that opens in the 1980s. What were your thoughts?
0: My thoughts was my thought was, like, whoa, like, this show is normally, like, Black Mirror is normally set in the present or the near future kind of time frame. That's, yeah. that's what we normally work in with this show. Uh, so, to start something in the past, I immediately thought, like, okay, I want to see where they take this, but I was thinking, like, time travel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because that's, like, that's a sci-fi concept that would allow you to go back to the 80s in a sci-fi show, right?
1: That was my first thought as well, which seems strange because it's like time travel, you know, time travel is sort of like a hard sci-fi or like a high concept sci-fi, which is not always what this show gets into.
0: No, not at all. But it's also, I mean, it was either that or we're getting some backstory, some like flash backwards to a thing that will help explain the episode as it uh, like unravels later, right? Or unfolds later. Not necessarily unravels, that would be bad writing. (laughs) Um,
1: Nice that both of us were wrong.
0: Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so this woman, uh, she walks into sort of a, a, a nightclub type situation. Like she's looking very hesitant about doing so at first. Um, we get the impression that she's a big nerd. Yeah. Right? She,
1: well, she, you know, she doesn't, she's dressed like drab compared to everybody else who's in there, right? Everybody else has like their nightclub best on. Right. And she's dressed like me, basically. Like, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And, you know, um, I, it's, it's a really fun scene because it's just so 80s. And it was cool to me because, like, you get so little sci-fi that's set in that time frame, yep. right? That it's just, like, fun to see people, like, dressed like flock of seagulls. And, yeah, totally, <laughs> Stranger <laughs> Things. Um, but it was just sort of fun. And she, like, wanders in. And she's just kind of looking around. And eventually she does, like, my classic... I'm in a dance bar move, which is, where the hell are the arcade games? I'm going to go play some Pong <laughs> because I'm you, not social. Do
1: you find yourself in a lot of dance bars that have arcade games? Uh, there's, like some, there's a few <laughs> around. Dance bars. That's Clubs. Sorry. Clubs, right. <laughs> That's dance, bar. dance bar. Let's go to the dance <laughs> bar. Let's go to the discotheque,
0: Evan. <laughs> It'll be a great time.
1: Oh, you have a local dance bar?
0: <laughs> 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 the girl sits down. At a, at a sort of a, a bench, a booth, uh, and she's drinking a Coke out of the glass, as you do in the 80s. On the rocks. On the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, all of a sudden, another another woman sits next to her and like gets really close, um, and it's basically like, she says something to the effect of, whatever I say, go along with it. Yeah. Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> right? Um, it's a time travel episode. <laughs> it's a time travel episode, exactly. Um, and so uh, the woman who sits down next to the first woman... Uh, we come to realize is being pursued by this, um, uh, by this guy um, who wants a relationship with her. Um, and she sits down next to, the, next to the first woman and says, like, this is my friend. Um, she's dying of some terminal illness. <laughs> um, you know, she has six months to live, and I really need some private time to catch up with her.
1: And I think the girl even, like, outdoes her, right? She's yeah. Like, Three months. Yeah, like, exactly. She's, she's, like, going along with this and one-upping it. Like, yeah, which great is really quick on-your-feet oh,
0: yeah. thinking, right? It was pretty awesome. Yeah um and so they kind of like so he like wanders off um he buys it he buys it and he but he's like weirdly not empathetic about it <laughs> yeah. he's yeah, like yeah, oh like, i'm sorry to hear that Uh i guess i'll see you later <laughs> right he's not <laughs>
1: which like which i like to think that i was like a gentleman in my early 20s but like w- which is like where they appear to be but but uh, it probably would have been like oh man that sucks for
0: you <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go play pawn yeah. later <laughs>
1: that sucks but like you know like i'm at the club and i'm trying to like oh what a buzzkill
0: <laughs> right um, so they wind up like having a conversation and hitting it off. Um, it turns out that the first woman, we, uh, who we met his name was named as Yorkie, like the dog breed. Yeah. Interesting name. Yeah. Sure. Um, and the second girl, her name is Kelly. Yeah. Um, Yorkie and Kelly. Yorkie and Kelly. This is, this In is the already morning. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what we come to realize very quickly is that Kelly is a party girl, um, drinks she, a lot, wants to hang. She's,
1: like, in her element
0: here. Oh, yeah. This is her jam.
1: Have you ever, like, I don't know if I've ever, like, had a, I've had some, like, regular bars, but I don't know if I've ever had a bar that I owned the way that Kelly seems to, like, be in her element in this bar, that she, like, owns this bar in that There
0: bar. is a towny dive bar in Geneseo, New York. I think I've uh, been to this Called place. Kelly Saloon. Oh, God. Which, like, I don't necessarily know that when I walked in there, I owned the place, <laughs> <laughs> but that was definitely, I was amongst my people in that place. <laughs> it was like $1. fifty jennies. There was a pool table in the back. Um, it burned down recently, Noosh. which is real sad. Oh, but wow. they're, they're rebuilding. I think they might actually be opening soon. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I think uh, somebody lit a match in that place. <laughs> it just yeah. went up like a, you know, what something that goes up.
1: The <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: um, did the, did it, I mean, it burned like all, the whole building went down, like shell and everything. Yeah. I so think- then the roof was on fire.
0: We'll let you have that, cause I, cause I like you. Do you think they played that song? I hope so. It wasn't really the, the place for that song. All right, so Kelly um, convinces. She basically grabs Yorkie onto the dance floor and was like, "Hey, come dance with us." Yeah. And it felt to me like maybe it was just a song that everybody knew, like the choreographed dance to. But it almost felt to me like a, a like a, a, a flash mob where suddenly like everybody's doing the same dance. It
1: did get a little weird. It, it that looked way. a
0: little a little bit like Thriller, but it wasn't Thriller. Yeah. Like, it had similar moves. Um.
1: What do you think that is? They never really explained that.
0: Uh, it might just be a dance that everybody knows the dance to, but it was like shot in a way that it was almost like a choreographed thing. Yeah. Like it suddenly became a musical for a hot second. It was real strange. Just
1: to like make her feel more out of place. Is that what that is? Maybe. Yeah. She does. Like she Yeah. Feels... She,
0: she sort of, she starts picking up some moves, but then she like, she, if you're like a dance floor amateur, you're not normally getting out there. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes your friend can convince you if you've had enough Jackson and Coke. Uh, sometimes your friend can convince you, "Hey, come on, it'll be fine." But the, and then you, what what happens is like you get out there for a second and you're having a good time, and then everybody looks. You feel like everybody's looking at you, even though nobody probably is. Yeah. But you feel that, and it's like total buzzkill.
1: Can I tell you about the most embarrassing footage of me that exists? Yeah. There's embarrassing footage of me when I'm like 12 years old at some bat mitzvah or bar mitzvah doing the electric slide for the first time oh, no. and not getting it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it it's not a complicated slide yeah
1: yeah yeah well but they said I'll teach you but they never really teach oh, you oh <laughs> yeah yeah
0: I was a big fan of the Macarena that was my, my well, jam who was it it was all like who was white it? kids did you see this, this video
1: that uh, came out during the DNC this year or no. I'm sorry into last year now of the DNC from like '96. Oh, I something. need to see this footage. Um, and Is it's, it like
0: the Microsoft, like the Bill Gates, Steve Ballmer it's like, dance? N-
1: it's it's like on par with that. It's Hillary oh. Clinton leading the entire DNC oh, dear in Lord. the mockumentary, and they are fucking losing it. Oh, like they just gosh. cannot handle. how... And help. it was
0: somehow the emails that sunk that <laughs> campaign. <laughs> <laughs> they have like a conversation outside the bar in the rain, and it becomes clear that like. Kelly – or, sorry, um, Yorkie is, like, not really from around there yep. for some reason. They talk about her
1: being a, uh, a visitor. A visitor. Yeah, a or tourist. Like, a tourist. A yeah, tourist. A tourist, totally yeah. A
0: tourist. Um, and they talk about, like, her parents don't really care about her or whatever. So it's, like, a really weird situation. Um, and finally – and Yorkie also said, like, basically, Kelly – Goes to make a move on on Yorkie, yeah. right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Um, and she's like kind of into it for a second,
1: for like a little bit. She's like, uh, but but she's hesitant. Right? She's hesitant. She's hesitant, as and like they, as like women are when I make a move on them. They're like <laughs> they're like into it for a second, but then they're they, hesitant, and then they like, get their wits about them. And, and, then and then as a gentleman, I say, okay,
0: fine. Right, exactly. Um, and so Yorkie tells Yorkie tells Kelly that like she's engaged to this guy named Greg, uh, super nice guy. Um, Kelly is basically, like, the classic move of, like, oh, you have a boyfriend? I have a goldfish. Excuse me? I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about stuff that doesn't matter. <laughs> like, one of those lines. Um, and so...
1: Kelly, as I recall, so Kelly uh, Kelly tries to get her back to her place, and she makes a big deal about Midnight, right? Yeah. She's like, she's like, Midnight's still a ways off, and, like, "I can, my place isn't far.
0: Right, and that's, like, a theme that keeps coming up through this episode. This, like, like, mysteriousness. There's something weird going on with Midnight. Yeah. Um, and that got me thinking about, like sort of a Cinderella thing. Very much. Right? Like, s- much. you know, something's going to happen at midnight. Um, so, but it's not really clear like what that is. Um, what if
1: that was the reveal that just the entire town turns into pumpkins?
0: It's <laughs> pumpkin <laughs> just, like, town. And just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, Yorkie finally walks off um, and we get like the end of that day and we get a, a, a cut to black and then a, like a, a transition scene that says like one, one week later. Yeah. Right? Um, Which again is something that keeps happening to the episode. Um, So basically the next week the episode starts and we see Yorkie like trying out a bunch of different clothes. Yeah. Um, And she's like.
1: She's trying on like every 80s look. Every
0: stereotypical 80s thing. There's like a Bowie thing. There's like a. Yeah. The Bowie
1: thing is probably the best. There's like an Annie Lennox thing in there. Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: The Bowie thing is the best, but she doesn't go with it, which is really upsetting. Well,
1: listen, that takes a lot of courage. And this girl is clearly like shy. She's clearly thinking, like, I, I can't pull off a Bowie thing yet.
0: But I thought it was impressive that like she was able to conjure up all those looks. Oh, yeah. Being like the stereotypical like nerd or whatever. Yeah. And, like she really pulled off a lot of them. She really did. And like got the makeup down yeah. and, like it was impressive. That is really
1: amazing. Yeah. Like, I probably I wonder how many looks like it I think I could pull off like two.
0: Right. Well you've got like Professor X. <laughs> That's a look for you. I think I've
1: got like like <laughs> if I like furrow my brow and look angry I've got like wrestler. Sure. <laughs> yeah you and, can like, do like, you a wrestler know? thing. One time one time I shaved my beard into a mustache and, I, you know, I had, like, a shaved head and a mustache, and, uh, and I got in an altercation with some kids near my house. And I was just, it wasn't, like, physical. I was just telling them to, to knock off some stuff, and one of them Get yelled out. Kind of. And one of them yelled out, he's a cop! And they all ran. <laughs> like, That's <laughs> great. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you could totally pull off cop. Oh,
0: yeah. You could pull off Mark <laughs> Andreessen. That's a look for you.
1: But I just mean, like, I just mean, like in terms of, like, putting together a, a comprehensive look. Like, I couldn't put together six looks like she does in this No. Like, no, God, no.
0: no. Definitely she, not. Yeah um, Right, so uh, she So Yorkie finally decides to like Go out into town again And she's wearing like basically the same look That she was in the first episode Maybe a little bit oh, cooler and like touch. Looks a little more like uh, Sort of grungy, you know Yeah Thing going on, denim jacket That sort of situation um, Like she lo- belongs in like a Seattle College radio station
1: There's very much a Seattle vibe going Yeah Going through, through right here Big time Seattle <laughs>
0: Yeah So uh, Yorkie goes to that same bar, and she finds Kelly, and Kelly's, like, flirting with some dude and, like, dancing with him and, like, sitting around. Um, And Kelly is, like, obviously pretty jealous of that situation. And, like, they keep making awkward eye contact, and it feels like Kelly is sort of egging this guy on in a way to make Yorkie jealous of them. Totally, totally. Till finally they have, like, an encounter in the bathroom, um, and they make out for a second and then go back to Kelly's house, where to do the business
1: yeah, and Kelly has she's got a photo of uh of a young girl on there right and and it's like an old photo, and what does York does Yorkie say like is that your mom or what does she say yeah, something
0: yeah. like that um sorry, I watched this episode just
1: yesterday <laughs>
0: <laughs> something like so there's like the old photo yeah. um and like They they do the business and then like we see like the after they do the business they do the business that's my they do the business how old are we (laughs) I'm twelve. There's a really great scene though where like they you know they're they're basically like taking each other's clothes off and then there's a cut to the ocean rolling up on the beach oh isn't it wonderful it's like really stereotypical like so
1: uh, from here to eternity yeah yeah for sure yeah
0: Um, and then so they're having some pillow talk afterwards. Um, Yorkie.
1: This scene I thought was handled really well. Actually, yeah, it was right? very, like, it was it's nice. Very, it's very sweet.
0: It was good. Yeah. Um, Yorkie reveals that like that was the first time she'd ever had sex with anybody. Yep. Um, ever. Which ever man or woman. Yep. Um, and uh, that takes Kelly by surprise, and I think me as well as a viewer because she seems like like I said early twenties. Um, you don't She's totally engaged. That. She's engaged. Right. right everything, exactly.
1: Everything about her at this point is very like suspect and we're, very. Strange. Yeah, we're starting to get some yeah. like
0: weird signals of like how old is this person really and like what's going on with her yeah. right um and kelly uh follows that up by saying like she was once married to a guy who left um and she is bisexual um and then we get we see like the the clock is about to hit midnight and again they're like they say something the effective like let's just hold each other for a while um then the clock hits midnight and we get another scene cut and one week one later, one week later right Um, so the next week, Yorkie is looking for Kelly. Um, uh, sorry, I, should, I yeah. should say,
1: at this point, do you think they just have like really intense day jobs and they only go out like on the weekend? Yeah, like they, like right. Everybody's working for the weekend. Sort sure, of thing. totally. They probably it's, play it's, that song.
0: Right, it's exactly <laughs> yeah. that. It's, to me, it feels like, you know, they either live a little far away or, um, i like, this is the place they just go to sometimes. Um or I don't know, it's stuff yeah. to explain. Yeah, uh, but it's definitely one of the like the, this episode is very good at, and like I, I've knocked Black Mirror in the past for being very not subtle. Yeah. Um, and but this episode does do a really good job of introducing subtle things that uh, on first on first run through when you first watch, um, you sort of pick it up and you're like, oh, w- what's going on? But on the second watch, knowing the end, it's it really makes you appreciate it a lot more. Uh, a ton. Yeah.
1: Every show that we've seen that that works with this sort of premise usually opens wide in the real world and then sort of sort of you know like there's a moment where they go in and then this one it's nice to to do it in the opposite
0: yeah you totally know? you're on the inside going out
1: and we've seen I guess we've seen that before in a, in a very uh, famous example but uh, but this one doesn't have any easy answers it, it, or, or it doesn't it doesn't provide it uh, right away you know there's sure. there's hints and and uh, there's just hints going forward yeah nice. totally
0: and I think I, I might be flying through the plot a little bit too quickly here but only because like this episode does take a while to really get to the point and I want to talk about like mm-hmm. the big issues that it, it brings up because I, I think mean, that's like the more interesting stuff here me too um, cool so uh, the next week Yorkie is looking for Kelly can't find her anywhere she goes to like that same bar where they've encountered each other twice now yep um, and can't find her uh, anywhere um,
1: ask the bartender
0: Yeah, ask the bartender. And the bartender, this is like really the first indication that we get that something weird is afoot. Yeah. Because the bartender is like, oh, try a different time. Right? No, 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 not yet. That's Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Bartender just basically says, haven't seen her.
0: Bartender says, try... 20, uh, the Quagmire. The Quagmire. The Quagmire, which is, which is
1: such a great name for yeah. a bar.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Especially the bar that the Quagmire turns out to be. <laughs>
0: yeah, which is like an S and M dungeon. Yeah, right? basically. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like um, a really
1: rough and tumble. There's like a motorcycle gang. Yeah. Like, there's some real. I love. I love. When she's walking up to the Quagmire. It's out on some desolate road. It's just this like hulking mass at the end of a dirt road. Yeah, room. it looks awesome. It looks awesome. It's so John Carpenter. Yes. Right? Totally. That whole It's shot. very like from Dust Till Dawn. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. It's really cool. I love
0: it. Um. So she's she's rolling up and like what what weirded me out about the Quagmire, other than the fact that it's like an S M dungeon in the middle of the California desert or whatever. Sure. Um, does California have deserts? Sure. Of course, right? What? Totally. Is that a real I question? Know. I don't know my geography. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? So she's walking through and but we still think that she's in the eighties. Yeah. Um, although if I remember right, when she's walking through town the first time on this run through, like some of the ads now are like new for 1981, whereas before it was like 87. Oh, is that right? I didn't yeah, even totally. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah. So there's a little bit of jumbling there. Oh, interesting. But she's walking through this S dungeon, and it just feels like a very modern S and M dungeon. Like this looks like just like the S and M dungeon I was at like three weeks ago. <laughs> is what I'm saying
1: here. Perhaps though. I mean, you're, you're probably right, but perhaps S and M dungeons are timeless,
0: right? Maybe yeah, like Disney like, World. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, like, are there like dated leather cat suits?
0: I think there was just like a lot of like from... Like, a paddle
1: is always in fashion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um I think there was some like LED stuff though, and like modern, oh. like maybe some like modernized sex toys and stuff that like struck me as like very modern.
1: This raises a real interesting question here, which is that is the Quagmire. You know, as we find out, there's all these different parts of this world. Is the quagmire the. Does the quagmire exist in every part, or is there just one quagmire where everybody from all
0: the different Mm, parts come to? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We have to discuss that later when we unfold, unpack the rest of this episode. Okay. Um, So, um, as as you pointed out, Kelly – I'm sorry, Yorkie finds this guy, Wes, who was the guy that, like, Kelly was originally trying to ditch yep. at the beginning of the episode. Angry dude bro. Angry dude bro. Not and
1: very empathetic about people dying.
0: Not very empathetic at all. And Wes sort of realizes that Yorkie also has the thing for Kelly, and he does that classic, like, mo- like spurned lovers uniting thing of, like, oh, you too, huh? Yeah. You get it? Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, and uh, he says, like, he hasn't seen her, but try a different time.
1: Which is – which is what. At the moment I think everybody's wait, been waiting for is, it. like, it still doesn't explain it, but you're like, okay, like...
0: Something sci-fi is happening yeah, here. Yeah, right. I
1: understand where the sci-fi is coming in s- somehow. Here.
0: Exactly. Um, so, uh, at, we get, like, another cut, uh, and sometime in the, in the following weeks, um, Yorkie is suddenly in 2002. And this is a pretty cool scene, because, like, she's walking, it's the same town, but there's suddenly, like, newer cars, and, like, Ryan Seacrest on TV, <laughs> uh, and, like, some, like... Spice Girls type song playing. Yep. Yeah, it's very like early millennium. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She and her look. Actually, there, there's there's this great montage right where she goes through all the different. She goes through like the early '90s and she, there's like an Alanis Morissette. Thing oh going sure, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a movie poster that changes. It's very Back to the Future where the movie poster changes every single time and it goes from like Scream is on there. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, like yeah.
0: Yeah, it's fun. It's really cool. Um, and so she she's eventually in 2002 and she pops into the same bar where she was originally. Yeah. Um, and she finds. Kelly, uh there playing DDR. Yeah,
1: uh, with the super nerdy guy who's been trying to get her to play video games <laughs> with him right. all fucking time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's this yeah. guy
0: who like he's he's hanging out <laughs> playing like pong and stuff. Poor um, but when you go back and watch the episode again, like the first one, he he he's so he says something to the effect of like he's playing some Atari arcade game and he's like, oh, they don't make them like this anymore or something like that. Uh. Which like is a is a sort of a yeah, you know yeah. an indicator of where this is going in yeah. retrospect um, <clears throat> so they they basically have a fight um and the fight is framed around. Kelly says that she doesn't want to make any like connections here she doesn 't want to like lay down any roots, and she was basically like getting freaked out by how close she felt to Yorkie um, and that that freaked her out and you know she she sort of wanted to run away, um which is like a the classic, like, sometimes you're traveling, and if you're, like, hanging out in a place for a few months, like, maybe you don't want to risk, like, developing a relationship with somebody, right? Yeah. A friendship, maybe, but not, like, something real.
1: Very much. One of those sort of backpacker sort of things. Yeah. yeah.
0: This is one of the, the parts of the episode that didn't quite land with me, which is, like, it felt like Kelly and Yorkie developed their relationship way too quickly.
1: Yes. Although, you know, I, I'm trying to remember exactly. <sighs> All right. I watched it a little more. There we go uh no, no, I mean kelly uh Yorkie, I think is somewhat clear with Kelly about like the stakes for her right like like this is something serious for her, yeah, and I, I think she's upfront about that, you know like it and so you're right, like it, it develops quickly, but like if somebody tells you it's gonna develop quickly, then like that's that's just how it is right you should you gotta move forward with that knowledge in mind and like and deal with that or or, or and plan accordingly, rather, yeah, like. Kelly, Kelly does like she sort of like takes this girl's virginity and then just bounces like a dude, yeah. like right. a dude. It's a dude move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. total, total it's dude a, move. Yeah, yeah, like an asshole dude. Right, not all
0: dudes, not all dudes. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, yeah. There's a really cool scene here, though, where they're having this fight in the bathroom, um, and Kelly punches the mirror in frustration. So angry, she she punches so the black mirror. Punches the black mirror. <laughs> Magic black mirror titular, on the wall. Titular, which is my, <laughs> one of my most favorite words to say out loud. Does
1: it actually? I wonder. Does it break in the black mirror? Because there's like a oh, shattered mirror it, logo. I mean, I guess so. I, I don't know. Really I it. Yeah, yeah. that would be fun. Cool. Um,
0: that But she she breaks this mirror. Uh, and the mirror instantly repairs itself, yeah. which is real cool. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, is this a holo-? like? Then I was thinking like holodeck stuff, right? <laughs> My star-, star Trek nerdy-ass mind. <laughs> what
1: if it just is like an actual holodeck episode? Yeah, and
0: then like Riker's <laughs> in the corner, you know? Like, wait, what the hell? Um, He's like kissing it. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Riker. Computer. Arch. <laughs> no, I meant me. Oh. oh so basically they they have a little fight but then um they wind back at Kelly's house again um and they make rep- you know they sort of come come to um terms with one another and so Kelly um tells Yorkie that she's dying and didn't want to make a connection while she was in San Ginaro um which we're still not sure the extent of what that really means yeah um the two sleep together again um and then Kelly tells Yorkie that she wants to meet her in real life. Which is like the the big reveal of like, okay, yeah, this is some sort of simulation. Yep. Right. Um Yorkie at first is like, no, like you wouldn't like me in real life or something like that, right? Um which it, to me is like it, it struck me as like when you're sometimes there there've definitely there've been people out there who like will meet in like a video game, like an EverQuest type situation or World of Warcraft. Yeah. Um, that's how I meet everyone. That's exactly. it's how we <laughs> became friends. Um, <laughs> and so you get this thing where like sometimes like people will become friends and wow or whatever and they'll say let's meet in real life and like marriages are based on that, oh, right? Yeah. Um, so oh. it's sort of a – it's got modern current day. like.
1: But there's always the risk too that like you meet in real life and it turns out – that your like friend on Wow is actually just like a very talented feline, and you're like, oh my god, you're a <laughs> or cat? you're both dudes. And that, like, d- is that where your mind went when she's like, you wouldn't like me in real life? My my mind I, was yeah like, a little bit. My mind was like, she's she's probably a dog. She's probably some rich lady's dog.
0: <laughs> on the internet, nobody knows <laughs> yeah, you're a dog. Nobody, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah totally. She's
1: probably like a very well trained dog.
0: Who yeah, I, like, I, you know what? My mind went to another Twilight Zone episode, which is like the the Elephant Man episode, where oh, it's, they're in one. like the hospital and like, um, it's I as the beholder. Uh, maybe is that the one? The
1: the one with the beauty thing and the and the plastic surgery. are all pigs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, yeah. the one. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, yeah. Spoiler so, alert. Spoiler alert for
0: sixty-year-old <laughs> episode of Twilight Zone. Um, no. So my mind went to like maybe she's just like hideous or like totally deformed sure, or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so what it what it will come? What this reveals. Uh, we get this finally get this big reveal, and we're out of the like one week later cycle, and we're into the real world. Yeah. And the reveal here is that San Junipero is this sort of virtual consciousness reality system where, if you are dying or dead, your consciousness can be uploaded to this simulation. Um, if you're if you're if you're not dead, you can go into it for a few minutes to like do a trial run, they call it. Uh, but if you are dead. You're just your consciousness now exists there, and it's sort of a digital manufactured heaven. Yeah, uh, which is pretty really cool concept.
1: Just uh, it's so fucking cool to reveal. I mean, it it reveals like what thirty minutes into the episode or yeah, later? it's like, real it's deep, really awesome. Yeah, that, like, we started we started this, and it wasn't like a, it wasn't a Matrix plot where it's like how do I get out of this thing. It was like. It was like, no, this you're in the world that people choose to be in, and we're just not going to explain, like, how, what this is until... Right, until like, the
0: lazy, cliche way to do this episode is, like, have somebody who is dying, and we know they're dying right from the start, and they struggle with the decision of, like, do I die naturally, or do I upload myself to this thing, you know? Absolutely. That's- which becomes part of this episode, but in a way that, like, is not... The immediate thing that we get right away—that would have
1: been the shitty form of this episode. It would have been like, yeah, th- like the Doctor comes up and he's like, "We have this experimental technology," and right. she's like, "I'll try it." And it's like, this is such a much, this is a, uh, such a cooler way to tell that story.
0: Yes, yeah. totally, totally. Like, like we said earlier, you get it from the inside in rather yeah. than the outside in, inside out rather than outside in. No, who, knows? Who, knows? who knows. No knows anymore. Who can tell?
1: Up is down. Up is down. Left is, is right. Dogs Republicans and catkins are for Russia. Like, everything's, like, <laughs> everything's,
0: everything's crazy. crazy. So Kelly, it turns out, is an elderly lady um, who is dying and living in like an assisted living hospice sort of situation yeah. um, and gets, basically gets her nurse to put her in what looks to be a self-driving car this time. Yeah, totally. I think so. Totally. Um, I, I,
1: they never like, totally confirm that, but I'm pretty sure it's looks, a self Looks
0: self-driving. Um, also looks kind
1: of like a Honda Cube.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah. Definitely. Is a Cube Honda? Um, I don't know. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Maybe something Nissan Cube, Nissan. Nissan Cube. Cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's the second time I've made that mistake. <laughs> today. Oh no! No, not today.
0: So Kelly goes in the self-driving Nissan Cube um, to meet the real-world Yorkie, um, who it turns out it's a dog. It's a dog. It's actually a dog. It's a, it's it's a, a really large footage dog. Rich lady's it's a really dog. dog. <laughs> no, she's like an no. old, li- another old lady who is um, completely paralyzed and dying of cancer. Yeah. Right. Like. Mm-hmm.
1: Such a down – a dog way at least would have been an
0: upper. Yeah. Uh, that's, this is like, oh, man. Or is she dying of cancer or was she it's, just like on life support? She's on
1: life support. It's not cancer. She – she. the reveal is she was in a car accident. Right. Which is why earlier in the episode she sort of uh, uh, shied away from a video game that depicted a car accident. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, that's a yeah. good call. I mean, yeah. The first video game she plays, like it's like a road racer thing. And like she, Outrun or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like, Ugh, Right. Know? And it's like because she's been in a coma for like –
0: Forty years something or something, like that. right? Yeah, and the, the, tell me the backstory of of the the car accident. It's so, like a really interesting. Yeah, yeah.
1: So the reveal that we get is: do we get it at this point in the episode?
0: Um, I think this is okay. like because uh, the we meet this guy, like a male nurse at the um, hospital where Yorkie is, and he gives um, Kelly the uh, he gives her all the intel, all the intel,
1: which is that she was from a conservative family, and she came out to her family, and they didn't accept it. And she got really flustered, I think, or really upset and got in a car that night and drove and got in this really terrible car accident and has been in a coma ever since. Right. Which is which is nuts. It's brutal. That's it's her absolutely that's, that's like brutal. her entire
0: life. Yeah, exactly. And that also explains like why she was a virgin up until that point. Yep. You know what I mean? In the in the sim. Um, she never got to, to live life.
1: So to so sure. she wants to she wants to uh, end her life. Uh, move into San Junipero right. which is what you permanently. Can do permanently yeah. um and so Greg her, her who's been who we've been told is her fiance who we've found out is the nurse Greg has offered to marry her so that legally he can make the decision to end her life
0: right yorkie's yeah. family yorkie and her family are still estranged um so like you said like they're going to get Greg and Yorkie going to get married to give Greg the legal authority to to let Yorkie end her life yeah. um and so Yorkie convinces Greg to, I'm sorry, Kelly convinces Greg to let the two of them hop into the sim for yeah, a
1: minute. Which we get the feeling is like very off limits. They're supposed to like ration your time, they say, to like avoid addiction.
0: Right, right? exactly. Yeah. Which is a totally pot like. Oh, absolutely. That yeah.
1: Makes a, that makes a ton of sense. It makes a lot of we sense. Probably like we probably <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: We already see people getting addicted to like video games and stuff. And I feel like once like VR takes mo- off more as a thing, like we're definitely going to see that. Right.
1: We should probably invest in bed pants
0: bedpans are good yeah bedpans um i mean not like invest
1: like, in ourselves i mean like like you know put money into the i don't mean like, oh, like we should oh, buy bed pans. oh
0: i was just gonna go on amazon like right on my phone here because that seems like <laughs> what are you supposed to the like cheapest, cheapest well?
1: bedpan is on amazon oh,
0: what are the reviews like that's what i want to know <laughs> shitty i bet oh, oh. cool so they basically um there's like a, a wedding ceremony um, in the hospital room where Kelly and Yorkie get married, um, and then there's like a euthanasia scene. Yeah, uh, and Yorkie is perma uploaded into uh, the San Junipero computer network.
1: Married to married to Kelly. Married to Kelly. They do they they meet up and they're in like wedding gowns. Actually, this I, is at first. This, yeah, this, is, this is a real cool, cool part because
0: like at first uh, they um you see Yorkie sitting on the beach and she's pretty like happy and like hanging. Yeah. Um, still dressed like me though. Right. Still dressed <laughs> like Evan. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Which is unfortunate for everybody.
1: Kelly Kelly rolls up in her Jeep.
0: In the Jeep, honk, honk, and she's in like a full wedding gown.
1: And she says to Yorkie, she's like, what, you didn't dress up for me? And Yorkie's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then like blink of an eye and she's in a wedding gown. Yeah, which it's very
0: like, cute. Yeah, yeah,
1: very cute. And like, but like, like, it's really nice. Like we don't. It it just like gives us the impression that there is sort of a back end to this world that there is sort of like somewhere there's like a like choose your avatar sort of thing yeah. that we've seen in the Matrix that we've seen otherwise and, other, and we don't need to see it in this world and again like a lesser show would have like nerded out on that be like let's see the back end and like they don't do it it's just like bam and, right. it, and
0: it works yeah totally and we should say there was a, a cool scene earlier where uh, a very sad. Uh, Yorkie was, like, sitting on the roof of a bar and yeah. Kelly went up to go comfort her and there's, like, a hint of, like, this is a, a potential jumper suicide situation and Kelly says something to the effect of, like, I hope your pain setting is on zero. Yeah. So there's, like, tweaks in this world, right? Yeah. It's like a, a Goldeneye mod situation. Like, maybe you put on <laughs> Big Head or whatever. <laughs> you got know? your rumble pack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Clubs only. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, so they they're just married. They have a nice romantic drive. Uh, it turns to night, and they're hanging out on the beach. Right. And this is when uh, Yorkie makes her sort of like
0: big ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like Yorkie is like totally on cloud nine with this thing. She's, uh, which is like she she's gonna live forever. So like, wouldn't I guess that's understandable. And she. You have to imagine. Let me interject real yeah, quick yeah, yeah.
0: because you have to imagine if she so far has only been able to hop into San Perro for like limited stretches, one week at a time um and but she's conscious while she's sitting in the hospital bed you have to imagine that that's got to be like all she lives for because the rest of her time, she's just in this like semi-coma state, right? This is
1: what's so crazy about this is when Kelly goes to see Yorkie in the in the real world, and she finds out. Th- you know, Greg tells her he's like she can't communicate to you, but she'll understand everything you you say. Which means that, like, ostensibly, we've made advances in in how the brain interacts in coma patients, and like, and like we can. Com- but like, yeah, like, what are they doing with this poor woman? The the ninety percent of the week that she's not in San. Gita yeah, Para?
0: that's a little weird because you feel like. You know I guess it ex sort of, it explains away a little bit via like the euthanasia stuff and yeah. like the the marriage issue and like the family and stuff, but you would have figured that like euthanasia rights in in a future like this would have moved forward a little bit, yeah, you know yeah. right to die stuff yeah, um like we're already making <coughs> it's a state by state thing, but like we're already making some pretty significant advances in yeah. that direction, so oh, who knows yeah um <clears throat> so they have like a really emotional scene uh where uh, Yorkie basically asks Kelly. Why don't you... Like, I know you're dying, too. Why don't you join me here? Forever. 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 And
1: that's scary.
0: That's scary that's as hell. Like,
1: if you're, like, even if you're not afraid of commitment, that's scary.
0: That's scary. Yeah. Totally. And it turns out it's even scarier for Kelly because um, it turns out that her husband of 39, 40 years... 40 years, yeah, I think. Yeah. And their child both died. And the child died first. And it was apparently before the San Giopero thing existed. Yeah. So she... Is in not this cloud heaven thing, Yeah. Um, and her husband chose also to die naturally and not be uploaded, so that she, he could be with her in some like presumed afterlife. Yep,
1: this scene is is one of the best scenes I think in all of Black Mirror. It's really cool. Her, be, almost exclusively because her delivery, you know, like 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 this actress just kills it in this scene to yeah. see to see this woman who I don't know how old this actress is she can't be more than like 26 or something you know or she plays young I don't know but like she like she just kills it she brings she brings she's she has this you know she's like 40 years I was married to this guy which you know like and she sells it like yeah somehow, yeah somehow I'm watching this 26 year old girl being like yeah I believe you totally like, it's,
0: it's like a capital a acting right yeah. um acting acting <laughs> acting Jesus titty fucking Christ I
1: could have sworn she was telling the truth that's why they call it act
0: and they have a big fight and like um kelly like gets in the jeep and like flies down the highway it's a really cool scene like we see her like shifting aggressively <laughs> yeah. um God, a manual Jeep Wrangler must just be such a pain in the ass.
1: I've driven a manual Jeep sounds Wrangler. Sounds like it sucks. I. It was kind of like my first manual car. It was my car. I bet girl. it's
0: good to learn on though. It, it was.
1: It was. Yeah. It was.
0: And it's slow as
1: hell, which is good actually. Right. Sure. Like, that's a good. You're not going to get into too much trouble.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So she's, like, dr- shifting really aggressively, and there's, like, a bridge out kind of sign. It's, like, a little bit of a Looney Tunes thing, right? <laughs> bridge out ahead. It and gets, she... It gets
1: really weird when she manages to go off the cliff and, like, another 40 feet on the same level without going down until she looks down. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> right. So <laughs> Then she I like... was like, this
1: is way too Looney Tunes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she hits, like, a barrier. The car hits a barrier, and she goes flying out the front. Yeah. Um, really violent. Really violently. Yeah. It's like a ragdoll situation. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. Which it pretty... would be.
1: Right. This is a great episode. (laughs) Yeah, it's gruesome.
0: It's a great shot. Uh, But then she—it's like um, then it gets you get like a bit of a zombie movie in that like it's it shows her presumably dead body for a second and she just like gets up and like dusts off.
1: Because you can't. I mean, you're you're immortal in this world. Right. Exactly.
0: It's not like the Matrix where if you die in the Matrix, you die in real life. (sighs) (laughs) Or Canada.
1: So so as she's getting herself up and dusting herself off, uh, she looks up and there's Yorkie. Right. Right. And and they're about to sort of you know like like it's it's a it's a it's a emotional moment and they're about to sort of reconcile and then stroke at midnight. She's gone. She's gone.
0: Yeah, and it's the first time we see somebody pop, uh, f- pop up, f- pop away from. Uh, this virtual simulation from like the outside. Yeah. Like the rest of the episode previously has been just like the cuts to fade to black but this time we see somebody vanish from the world really for the first time which is pretty cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be weird though if you're like hanging with somebody who exists there permanently but you're just a visitor Yeah. and like you pop off and like at midnight people just dip. Oh yeah. Right? It's gonna be so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's
1: probably some term for it like in that world. Logging off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) BRB. BBL.
1: (laughs) But uh but and then and then we so then we enter this montage right where it's old Kelly, it's old Kelly, and she's in the nursing home and she she's just sort of like silently like it's like a long montage of her just like looking out windows and like eating soup and right. just like being old, being old and dying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> then, it's it's real sad. Yeah, and so then we get this scene and she's out on the balcony just looking at a very beautiful. I, w- I want to live in that old folks' home. Yeah, it's nice. nice. Although, you know
0: what's weird that Erin pointed out to me is that, like, when she got, she was, like, getting off the car to go back to the old folks' home, and there's, like, a really, like, hard to navigate stairway. Yeah, I see. Like, what too. the
1: fuck? Yeah, it's a little strange. Yeah. You'd think they would, like, maybe.
0: Do... You want, like, the hover around situation it's or, like, like whatever it is. An intense stairway. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You want some sort of, like, escalator type thing. Or just, like, an
1: elevator. I don't know.
0: Something. Yeah, yeah, something a little more old <laughs> people friendly. A little strange. Yeah, it's got to be accessible.
1: Well, so anyway, she's out on the balcony, and it's she.
0: ADA compliant.
1: She says to her caretaker, she she says she's like, Well, like I'm re- I guess I'm ready. Right, and her caretaker says, What? She's like, For the rest of it. And then we get this awesome scene. Yeah. Where yeah. where it's it's now it's Kelly's turn to, to be euthanized, right? And it's we start playing a jam. What is it? Oh, Heaven is a place on earth. Heaven is right? a place on earth. Q, yeah, heaven is a place on earth. Great, uh, Kelly. Kelly, they, there's like a speed shot of the of the drugs like rushing through your yeah, the it's real cool. And it's like all of a sudden you like changed this this what is often this like solemn event or the, and and especially like a euthanasia event, which like I can't think of any depictions of euthanasia uh, like cheery depictions of euthanasia. No, it doesn't really happen. Um and. And here it is. It's like a, it's like oh, you it's a You would think Euthanasia
0: would like have a happy thing. like they're playing video games over there for them to play. It even
1: sounds like a happy word. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh boy.
1: Um, but here it is. It's like it's like a yeah. It's like a, it's a big party. And the next thing you know, she's in. She's in San Junipero. Really? Uh Yorkie picks her up in the in the jeep, uh, and they're speeding along,
0: having a great time,
1: having a fantastic time. And then it's just like, and then the ending. That's the ending. It's like, it's like a a montage. There's a dance party. We see this. I love this when it it cuts for the first time. Oh yeah, it's really cool. Out of San Junipero and out of the old folks' home, and we see the base world, and it's just a giant warehouse of of futuristic servers, and there's just Just gigantic server racks, and the robots take these two little like like I don't know like data cube things, yeah, and put them next to each other. They're numbered cubes, but I think we get the feeling that they're Kelly and Yorkie, and they're being placed next to each other in the server all eternity right
0: right uh-huh. although like I, I i'm pretty sure that they at some point they say that like you can opt out at any time they do say that yeah they so do, you can you can off yourself even after which, which reduces the stakes somewhat
1: somewhat but still is like so okay so well so so that's it that's the episode so let's get in yeah to, let's get into the stuff because there's a there's a, shit there's a lot to, to unpack this here is a great episode yeah it is. and and fertile discussion okay um so First of all, one thing I thought was really interesting here: uh, 16 years ago, the idea of living in a computer was so off-putting to everybody that it was the basis for for one good and two bad Matrix works,
0: <laughs> Right, right, right. And and
1: and of course, Matrix wasn't even the first one to to come along to with establish that, that concept. That, yeah, that's totally. Been, that's been every holodeck episode. That's been all these things where where we've all often viewed. I think living. In any reality that's not the base reality, yeah as a sort of prison, yes um, this episode turns that on its head in, and and I don 't know anybody who's seen this episode who like doesn't feel like like, sort of like a heartwarming thing for these two women who have are now get to spend all eternity just dancing in a
0: computer. Yeah, totally. Especially for Yorkie, who never had that life at all, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I read that originally in the script, this was a hetero couple, and then they changed it to a gay couple, and they were like, oh my God, this is even cooler because, like, in the 80s, they, that wasn't an option to. Right, to them, right, right. right. So, like, that's I wonder,
0: I sort of wonder a little bit about, like, how long it seemed like Yorkie was very new to Sanjin Junipero. Yeah. And I feel like why not put her there earlier if she's like in a coma? That is as like a strange. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They didn't really explain that.
0: Yeah, huh. But anyway, um, so so to me, what struck me about this episode is that um, it basically sets up this like game show scenario around death, which is like, do you want door door number one or door number two? You know, door number one is like this. You know, you can go there before you die. You can check it out. You know, it's like a simulation, and it's not real. Um, but it's got this, this, and this. Or door number two is natural death, which is still an option. Although it seems like not a lot of people take that anymore in this world.
1: We actually we don't get a sense necessarily of how many people live in San Junipero versus how many people opt out. Yeah. So we, I mean, certainly there's enough to populate San Junipero. I think Giropero. at
0: some point there's one. Some I forgot which one, but some character is like, why would you ever like sure. choose natural death if you've got this? Yeah. Um, because it seems like a very atheist society, yeah, um, which probably doesn't believe in an afterlife. Certainly,
1: if you if you live in San Junipero, you don't, right? Or, or or at least you're you're more sure about San Junipero. That's
0: exactly what I'm getting at. Is like you've got this one sure thing, but like you're you're basically by choosing San Junipero, you're you're saying I definitely don't believe that there is like any kind of natural world afterlife.
1: Well, unless I mean I mean there's there's so many this is such a strange philosophical place. Yeah. To know, that like you could
0: there might be somebody in
1: there who justifies it as saying, like, well this is just a copy of my consciousness. So maybe my real soul goes goes to like the actual afterlife yeah, and like heavy.
0: this copy of my consciousness like uh, like that's the Star Trek uh, generations transporter yeah, yeah. kind of an issue right yeah, 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 yeah totally
1: but like that 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 there could very well like be somebody in this world who who tells themselves that
0: yeah it's interesting
1: um I mean if this technology existed today I think without a doubt like ninety percent of the people that I know. Would do that.
0: Would take this you option. You think it's that high? I think so. I mean, just. just what do you look, think about the the overall population though? Like, get away from your friends as a sample size.
1: You know, it's it's hard to say. You know, I mean, because it is it is such a philosophical and such a theological problem this, this idea of a manufactured heaven, uh, plus the uh, just the idea of living in a machine and all this stuff. I mean, but but so much of our interactions, so much of our social interactions, already happen in in a digital world. Like, yeah. so much of our stuff is already oh. mediated.
0: Think about it this way: like, imagine. I think, like, I was thinking, I was just about to ask you, like, would you, would you upload or would you go natural death? Um, But, like, and I was thinking about how I would answer that question, and I think it would depend on... How many of my friends chose to go to San Junipero? Uh, right, and then you get into the classic, the like, age-old
1: social network it, chicken egg problem. Exactly, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna yeah. go San Junipero? Uh, I don't know. I don't know anybody who's on it. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like
0: MySpace. <laughs> like, uh nobody's there, so I'm not gonna hang out. Um, Do you think they're like
1: early adopter, just early adopters to San Junipero? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. We're like, we're yeah. All walking around wearing Google Glass. Oh, uh, I've got to get the, I've got to get the at Alex to San Junipero. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Would you? San Junipero, or no San Junipero? Um, San Junipero, no.
1: I would not. No, I would, I would not. Here is, you know, here is the thing, and and call me old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I am not particularly religious. I would say, uh, but in San Junipero, so so we we haven't established this. in San Junipero, The company that runs San Junipero is called Tucker, right? We see it, we yeah. Know. And in San Junipero, uh, you have a god, and his name is Tucker, mm-hmm. right? And and that's sort of certainty. That's sort of, and, and yes, you can leave at any time. You can choose to cast yourself into the into the void of, of uncertainty at any time. But, you know, I mean, that is a, uh, that's a real hard choice. And I don't think that most people, even if they wanted to make it, mm. I don't know if anybody would have the courage to make that choice, the strength to make that choice. Or it, it's a real scary choice. And I just I just think that in some ways, to To take yourself and put yourself in an entirely subjugated reality, uh, uh, is in some ways making the choice uh, to be a slave. Mm. Maybe, maybe I've watched The Matrix too many times. <laughs> Just the <but> first one. <laughs> actually, I watched the second one a lot. Um, I'm sorry. No, the second the, the freeway chase scene is really yeah, it's a really it's good scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I I think uh, I think I mean I'm I don't know that I'm necessarily a f- Ray Kurzweil always makes this point when people are like oh I don't want to live past hundred and he's like all right well come talk to me when you're ninety nine right right yeah like, yeah yeah like it's true like maybe maybe my mind will change when when death seems more of a certainty to me maybe I'll be like you know what Andrew De is looking really good yeah but right now no I don't I don't think I would I think I would choose uh to to. Face the own reality. Uh, one thing that I do find interesting that's on this topic before, because I do want to ask you the same question. I'm not ignoring that. But uh, you know, there are people who believe that our reality is a is a is a simulated reality, mm-hmm. right? And among those people, as we learned from a uh, w- w- there from that profile piece on the guy behind Y Combinator, mm. Sam, Sam Altman, yeah, 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 buried in that Sam Altman piece was yeah. revealed that. Uh, there are people, w- we knew this, that pe- there are people in Silicon Valley, like Elon Musk, who yeah. believe that our reality is simulated. And s- in the Sam Altman piece, there's a line that some well-funded people in Silicon Valley are looking for ways to get out of our simulated reality.
0: <laughs> assholes. <laughs> Complete assholes.
1: <laughs> it doesn't say it's Musk, but, you know, maybe. Yeah. Um and I just think it's interesting that, that the idea of living in a simulated reality is still so disturbing to people that even – that people who have the means to escape it are trying to escape <laughs> our right, reality. Right, right. So, so – and that's kind of where I am too. I, interesting. I don't think I would choose to. Would you choose to?
0: Like I said before, I think it's the critical mass issue. Like if my wife died before I did and I knew she went there, like I'd go chill with her, yeah, right? Yeah. Like why wouldn't I? Why would, no, why wouldn't um, she? I don't know otherwise like I think I'm in the same mode as you is like not particularly religious. Um, I have more like I was brought up Jewish and I consider myself a humanist Jew. Yeah. Um, and I think for for us uh, culturally, you know, it uh, sort of the thought is very much that, like you live on through your children. Yeah. Um so if I've got you know, if I'm facing death and I've got like a few kids who I know will like carry on the family legacy or whatever, like I think that changes the equation a lot from where I'm at now. Um, but also, I think that the fact that you can opt out at any time does, like I said, lessen the stakes. Um, so I can go chill there for a little while, and like, if if at some point I decide, you know, not for me, or like, like it, it, I feel like at some point, I feel like the uh, the quagmire exists because, like, so like living for infinity in a virtual reality. Uh, eventually you lose a sense of, like, feeling and realness, right? You have to. Sure. Um, And, like, those people, like, there's a mention of that in the episode, like, the people there are just trying to feel something. Yeah. Um, And I think that suggests that, like, eventually that wears thin. But that's also that also opens up the can of worms of, like, the heaven dilemma, which is, like, if you're living in this perfect world where all of your needs are met and everything's fine, there's no struggle whatsoever, like, doesn't that become boring at some point? I guess, like, the, the defense is... For, for a heaven sort of situation, like if it's real Nirvana, no, because you would just have no concept of boredom, right? Sure, sure. Um but yeah, I think that's where I'm at.
1: Man, there's there is so much I would love to we could talk about this forever. Yeah. Uh there's so much more to unpack here. Um can I tell you one funny thing about this episode? Of course, yeah. Uh the first time I watched it, I watched it with a friend of mine who was hard of hearing. So it was so we watched it with the captions on. Um, and the captions actually Uh, Sort of spoiled it a little bit. Oh no! Because uh, there's a lot of dancing in the in the early parts of this episode, and the songs are all chosen. Uh, "Girl in a Coma" is one of the songs. There's like yeah, there's like a ton of. I forget what else is in there. Uh, So it it adds it adds an extra contextual layer because I didn't I didn't I didn't catch a lot of that. Yeah, no, I never catch any of that stuff. Yeah, but with the with the captions out, I was like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah huh as yeah. you start to put it together a little bit more
0: that's pretty funny uh, but
1: it's it's just such a great i saw an interview with charlie brooker about this episode and he said he had an 80s playlist that he was jogging to i think um and he said heaven is a place on earth came on and instantly he was like oh my god <laughs> we have to get that for the ending he said he didn't sleep until they had the rights to it yeah, yeah. that's great it's the perfect it song
0: yeah it works totally it works t- totally perfectly um
1: what do you rate this episode
0: um I'm giving this one like a 49. 49. Yeah.
1: I I'm going to go one better and just give it
0: a 5. Nice.
1: I, I and and that's me even you know like as like as much as I dispute the 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 choice to do what they did uh like you can't take away from how great this episode is. Mm. The fact that, that it made people want to live in a damn computer. Right. For the first it's the first thing I've ever seen that right, makes people right, want right. to live in a computer. Uh just great. Yeah, totally.
0: Great. Absolutely one of my favorite episodes of the show and really like one of my favorite episodes of TV ever. I think, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. just amazingly yeah. well done.
1: It's it's funny to me that for a lot of people, this is I'm guessing, but for a lot of people, this will probably be the either the only episode of Black Mirror they ever see, or certainly the most watched episode of Black Mirror. And it's a very rare episode uh, in that it has a happy ending. Right, exactly. <laughs> if you if you consider living at a computer happy. Sure, and from like their this, from their from the, from the protagonist's point of view, are, it's a happy yeah, ending, yeah, which totally. is very rare. In this show. <laughs> what, all right, Alex. What's the next episode?
0: So the next episode of Black Mirror that we'll be watching is season three, episode five, Men Against Fire. And the Netflix description reads, after his first battle with an elusive enemy, a soldier begins experiencing unfamiliar sensations and strange technical glitches.
1: Ooh, sounds like he's a little turned on.
0: Sounds like. So this sounds like it's going to be an episode about a cyborg soldier? Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Seems pretty safe bet. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, totally. We'll yeah. get some more stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. It's it's relevant. It's okay. always relevant.
0: Yeah, it's always relevant. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, thank you for listening to yes. to Hack Mirror. Uh, this has been Alex Fitzpatrick, and I'm Evan Engel. Uh, shout out to Vacative for hosting us in this in this fine it's space. Very sweet of them. Yes.
1: Uh, and thank you to Audrey Fitzpatrick
0: for, for being our listener, her loyal her loyalty. To this <laughs> <show>. <laughs> uh, we'll see you in your podcast feed soon.